Hello and welcome to episode 148 of the Live to Walk Again podcast. My name is Jeremy Dixon, your host as always. And here in the house today is nobody, but thankfully through the marvels of modern technology, I am here with Ricardo Benavides through a Zoom call. Ricardo, how are you doing, man? Say hello to the people. Hey, hey people. How's it going? Hey, Jer, how's it going out there? It's good. It's good. Uh, everything's uh, Things are doing a lot better, I should say, than, than what they've been. Uh, I've, I had, had a rough couple of weeks since we uh, last talked to you guys. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, like... Dude. Do tell what's what's going on with crazy, you, Jer. Crazy things happen, man. Like when you're dealing with a spinal cord injury. So um, I guess the day before. So now that I have the the suprapubic catheter, um, I it, it uh, basically they only change it once a month, right? Well, well can so, you can you tell me can you exactly tell me what that does? What's the difference between that and a regular? One yeah. goes through like your urethra and then one goes through like this, this goes through uh, your stomach into your, they essentially just poke a hole through your stomach into your bladder. Um, and then like it, it kind of heals around like the, the channel heals around the catheter and it makes it so that it, you know, you can just start putting it, you, you can put it in and out there instead of having to you know do wear and tear on your urethra and well, that sounds way easier that sounds really good yeah yeah so and it's been great like i've i haven't had any complaints except for when like the nurse comes to change it she's had like a trouble getting it in and it's supposed to just be like a straight shot you know right through your basically through your stomach uh into your and your bladder kind of uh, is right on the wall of your uh of i guess of your stomach the inside of your stomach there. So anyway, um, had that done in May and I, I think we talked a little bit about it on the podcast and, um, then they went in in June and they, they replaced it in the hospital there with no problems, uh, but they did knock me out. So I don't really know how many problems. And then each month since then I've had it changed, uh, by a nurse that comes out to my house and just, uh, it's never really gone very well, I guess. Like every time she has a lot of trouble getting it in. Um, and I was thinking like she was doing something wrong. And then uh, this, like the day before, so it was supposed to get changed on Thanksgiving day, but because it's Thanksgiving, we moved it a day ahead. And so on Wednesday, uh, yeah, she came and tried to change it, could not get it in, uh, which was a problem um, and ended up having to put it back in uh through my penis and um which is not i mean that's not that big of a deal for a few hours but they're essentially the hole in the in my stomach can close up within between like 12 and 24 hours they say so get sent straight to the i go to the urologist um immediately after i get up he tries to get it into my stomach can't get it in sends me tells me he's going to send me to the emergency room to go to uh, interventional radiology is who actually put the tube in uh, at the hospital there that that's, I guess, that interventional radiology department did it. And so uh, I had him call over and talk to them and see if they, you know, instead of having to go sit in the emergency room, 
uh, the day before a holiday with, you know, tons of people sick uh, in our area right now. It's like, uh, can you call and see if uh, they can streamline me in there? And so that he's, he called over and I was able to just go straight to the interventional radiology. Um, had to wait there for like another, after waiting in the urologist's office for like two hours, had to wait there for another couple of hours. And finally, uh, they took me back, got me on, you know, basically took me into an operating room just in my regular clothes. And uh, I'm like, you guys knocking me out for this or what? And they're like, no, no, it'll be fine. We're just going to use local anesthetic or whatever. Um, and so they, I don't know what the hell they did, but I got so dysreflexic and was just feeling like crap and dysreflexia. And I've explained it on the show before where, Basically, if you can't feel anything below your injury level, it makes your uh, it makes your blood pressure shoot up like crazy. Um, and so I had that happening, and it went away pretty quick. And they, you know, it's just like boom, boom. They got me, got it in, uh, got me back up into my chair, and we were, good, we were good to go. But they had to, they did it in this, uh, this operating room they used, they had like a big x-ray machine kind of over, over the table that they were working on me on. And it had um, like a, it's like a huge flat screen TV, basically like hanging over me. And uh, after I was back up, I was asking the nurse, like what the problem was, like why I wasn't going in or if there was like a blockage or something. And she shows me on this big, uh, flat screen tv that basically the the opening of the channel goes in about three inches and then just like shoots off to the right right before it goes into my bladder so it's almost like a 45 degree turn into my bladder um which i guess is a problem that can occur from time to time and i'm like well what do we do and she's like well we're going to change it here at the hospital the next couple of times and then hopefully uh, it kind of corrects itself. But if not, then I have to take that tube out of my stomach, basically let it heal for two or three months and then go back in and start from scratch on uh, the whole super pubic catheter thing. So not, not super excited about that, but. Not ideal, not oh. ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, um, you know, the thing is, Jeremy, that day, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, I was texting you and I was thinking, man, I can't believe he's uh, catfished me all day. And so finally, when you did tell me you were in the emergency room, uh, it was like, oh, shit, I feel really bad. Don't read the text I've sent you. <laughs> so <laughs> No, no, it's all good, man. It's all good. Trust me. Uh, my brother, Matt, I was trying to text him because I, I was supposed to go pick up. Uh, I had like ordered a turkey breast from this, like a stuffed turkey breast from this local uh, local butcher here in Olympia. And uh, I, I was like, well, I'm not I, I had no idea like how long like this is while I'm like waiting in the, you know, for two hours in the waiting room at the hospital. And uh, I could not figure out um, or I was like trying to find somebody that could run over and uh, pick that up for me. And. I'm texting Matt and I'm like, Hey, I'm stuck in the hospital. Can you go pick this thing up for me? And he never responds. And so then I text him back, never mind, Cause I found somebody else to do it. And, uh, then about nine 30 at night, I was like, I better text him and, and let him know like I'm home. Cause if he sees these texts, if he's just not seeing them, 
uh, he's going to be like freaking out. And so I text him like, oh, I made it home. I'm safe, whatever. Good. Everything's good now. And uh, he called like uh, he must not have seen it until like 1145. So then I, like, I go to sleep because I'm exhausted. And yeah. he calls me at like 1145 to wake me up to be like what the hell is going on like blah blah blah. i was like nothing man just don't worry about it i'm good now i'm going back to sleep i'll call you tomorrow so yeah don't you don't feel as i'm sure you don't feel as bad as he does yeah 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 (laughs) yeah that's funny man that's funny so yeah then you know so and once i was in that was all good i had a good thanksgiving hope everybody out there had a good thanksgiving um, yeah, we had a good Thanksgiving. We kind of missed you, but you know, with the weather getting so dark, you know, it's dark around four thirty now and stuff. You know, we wanted to have you out there, but it's just not good to be driving in the no. darkness and rain and stuff. So no, no, and then yeah, and especially since you weren't feeling a hundred percent either. Right, right, and everybody's freaking sick right now. Like everybody's kids are. It's just a nightmare, and so I actually ended up going over to my. Uh, friend of mine's eric's house and having dinner with him and and his kids and their family which was fun and thank thankful i was able to uh spend the holiday with some good friends and yeah i mean it was uh it was it was great and then um the other thing ricardo that's been going i'm just like i'm full of like exciting uh happy news today but uh i've been dealing with i know i talked about back in the summer i was having some skin breakdown on my leg oh yeah so now I've been, that's like flared back up. So I've been uh, basically in bed, like probably not quite double the amount of time I normally am, but definitely uh, quite a bit more. And uh, that's just not, it's just a, it's such a shit, you know, skin break this, your skin is so important, man. It, it's crazy how quickly. And like, once it starts breaking down in a certain area, it's like, that area is already it only heals back to like so many percentage you know so much percent of like uh, it's healthy like absolute you know perfection it never gets back to that right that's what they tell you in the hospital anyway when you're dealing with this it's like it only heals back to you know 85 maybe 90 percent of what what it was um yeah that's like uh, the same reason like uh uh, burns and things like that don't ever come back to how they really were right the scarring it's it's scarring basically what you're talking about yeah yeah okay yeah, basically, yeah. exactly exactly so yeah i've been dealing with that i'm uh i got um i had a nurse come out like i've had like a couple of nurses come and look at it and then one of them's like we'll try this try desitin try you know, uh, this skin barrier cream, try this one, try that one. And finally she said, uh, to order some Boudreaux's butt paste, which is uh, a hilarious name, but I guess it's like a really good, um, uh, like diaper rash ointment essentially. So, um, yeah, I'm on, I'm I'm 43 using diaper rash, uh, diaper rash oh my gosh uh but hopefully man it seems like it's uh getting a little bit better now so and i've you know just i think the more time i spend off of it and in in bed uh the better but um yeah so it's just it's like one thing after another right now it's just you know these things happen to every everybody deals with shit like this um 
you know, like in, in, in your general life, but like just with a spinal cord injury, it's a little different. So, yeah. So, so Jeremy, that, um, skin breakdown, how big is that area? Is it a large area? Is it a couple square inches or it's, it's like a line almost. Um, that's like probably, Oh, it's in a, in a crease in your hip yeah, or something. It's like, it's kind of like in the crease of my groin on the, on my left side. And it's like the, my leg, the, the like the leg side of my groin there. Um, and it's, yeah, it's probably like an inch wide and like three inches long four inches long something like that and it's like it'll heal up and be like it'll be like so good and then i'll you know just have one bad day and it like flares back up and just starts getting worse and worse until you know it's just trying to keep keep a hold on it you know right right yeah yeah keep uh keep it within with without getting too bad uh, is is just a it's a constant fight so but yeah and so that anyway that's that's pretty much why we haven't had another podcast out since uh you know a couple weeks ago when we were able to visit with david vibora but uh we do have uh eric legrand is going to be coming up here um real soon uh this week we're going to have him on and we'll be back i think thursday again back on our regular schedule i just wanted to get this this little quick uh quick podcast out to everybody I'll let you give you a little update on what's going on and uh yeah and, and and jeremy you know the thing is is that a lot of people don't realize um you know when you see somebody in the mall in a wheelchair you just think oh they're in a wheelchair right you know i think we talked about this before but all the underlying maintenance that happens to somebody with a spinal cord injury no matter how severe it is that's a, a lot of extra work Right. And, you know, you have a, a couple of really good uh, uh, caregivers, uh, James, excellent guy that comes in and helps you. He's there all the time. And, you know, I think we talked about it before again, you know, support, you know, you have your family, you got Brandon, and your brother, Matt, that come over. Unfortunately, I've never gotten into the medical stuff with you, but I'm always here for moral support. Trust and me. it's only because I'm so far away. You know, yeah. I mean, by the time I get there, you know, James or somebody else could be there. So, right. you know, but you can always call on me in uh, an emergency too, Jer. So I, I think that's what's really important for people with spinal cord injuries is to be honest, open and, you know, um, ask for help. And, you know, you you probably had a hard time at the beginning of this whole journey, but you're into this like 25 years now. So, um, you know, you, I'm glad you're self-aware to say, Hey, you know, I need to get to the emergency room, call ahead. You know, I don't need to wait. I think that was a really smart move on your part there when you're talking to your doctor, you know? So, and I'm glad that they could accommodate you. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a, you know, it is, and, and that, like you saying that it is tough to ask people to help with certain stuff. And, you know, I mean, yeah, you get, more comfortable as you get more comfortable with people like it's it's easier but and like as you deal with this injury it's easier to ask people to help you with stuff but uh yeah i mean it, it's there's certain stuff still that yeah pretty much just the caregivers help me with so um but i do appreciate you you saying that uh i could count on you and i know i definitely could um yeah and, and i'm a little worried about the skin infection because um you know it does, it doesn't sound like a lot, but those things can go septic and that's a real problem. 
And so I'm glad you're staying on top of it. And I'm glad that, you know, you got people that are helping you look out for that. Yeah. That's what, you know, that's like that they always told me in, uh, in the hospital, like that's like one of the, the big ones to watch for, you know, it's like, uh, what do they say? Like bladder bowels and skin are like the three things that can go South the quickest. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm getting through it. I think we're, we're on the, on the right track and, and it seems like it's healing up pretty nicely, but you know, you got yeah, I just, I have to, to be on constant guard. So. Yeah. And another smart move that you're making in this case is that you're keeping yourself um, isolated away from people that do have colds or flus um, because that's the last thing you need is to have your immune system attacked from several different fronts, you know? That's exactly what I was thinking too. So yeah, I'm trying to, trying to stay away from, I mean, see, I I swear, it seems like everybody's sick right now that I know. I mean, I I guess other than you, but um, yeah, it's just a a nightmare right now. Well, you know, after COVID, everybody went back to school and they're probably their immune systems weren't where they should have been because all the isolations. Now we got this flu. You know, I just heard on the news the other day, like 20 people in King County have died of the flu, this current round, round of flu. And I don't know if it's stronger or if those people, you know, I don't know what their situations were, but I heard that a couple of them were elementary kids, school kids, you know, so, yeah. So, so, you know, I mean, it's, it's good that you're being careful that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. um, Yeah. One of my, one of my caregivers actually came in on Thursday morning and they were, uh, they had been, they had called out on Wednesday or they said they would come in, but wear a mask on Wednesday because they weren't feeling that good. And I was just like, no, I'm not, that's not good enough. I'm going to just have you take another day or whatever. And I had somebody fill in for them. And then uh, Thursday they're like, Oh, I'm or Wednesday night. They're like, Oh, I'm feeling better. I'll be in tomorrow. Like, okay, great. And then Thursday they came in and just like sounded like crap and like coughing. And so I'm just like, no, me you got to go home. Like, uh, so I made him wear a mask until I was up in my chair and then sent him home. But, um, yeah, knock on wood that I didn't get whatever they have going on. So, yeah. Oh man, we'll get through it. (laughs) Yeah, we will. So, yeah. So, um, we'll get back on schedule. Yep. We'll know, be back, and, yeah, we'll be back next week. And I yeah, appreciate you uh, always being willing to record whenever the need be. Oh, and then we had snow on top of it, which, you know, oh, yeah. yeah. Western Washington can't handle snow like other places can. So um, that locked people down a little bit, I think, this last week, too. So, um, but yeah, we will be back on, on Thursday, I guess, Ricardo. And, uh, Appreciate everyone listening. If you could like, rate, review, share, uh, all that good stuff, uh, we would appreciate it. Helps us with the algorithms um, and helps us book book guests. And yeah, we will we'll be back. And hope you guys uh, enjoyed this. Hope I didn't go too into detail uh, with this with the, the catheter stuff. But you know, it's part of the part of the thing with being. It's part uh, of the journey. Yeah, part, part of the journey. journey. Yeah. So. Well, everybody, you know, have a good week be safe and be kind and um like jeremy says we'll see you next week and uh you guys have a good uh weekend and and all right we'll talk yeah we'll talk soon all right thanks jeremy thank you